Welcome to the Work Life Coach Podcast. I'm Leah May, corporate HR exec turned leadership and life coach. It's time to step away from the Sunday scaries, imposter syndrome, and burnout into self-leadership, emotional intelligence, and intentionality so you can build a fulfilling and authentic work life. Let's go. Hey, friends. This is the beginning of a series that you'll see pop up once a month called Monday Morning Pep Talk. Mondays can bring up a lot for us. Overwhelm for what lies ahead, exhaustion from a really busy week, and maybe even regret about not getting the rest that we needed or that we wanted for the weekend. And there are so many folks who just dread Mondays. Now, full disclosure, I've always been one of those people who actually secretly love Mondays, maybe not so secretly, but I know, I know that I am not the majority. And I know that this is just simply not the case for most folks. And I remember when I worked a job that I really disliked, I would dread Mondays all week long. Each month, this series will aim to offer you encouragement, whether it be self-compassion, a boost of intention, maybe some grounding for the week ahead. So I hope you look forward to this series as much as I do. I am excited to be able to bring it to you. And with this first one, I want to start this week by acknowledging the hard. As I speak to you presently, there is a tragic war happening between Hamas and Israel. And it is impacting so many innocent people and taking thousands upon thousands of lives. This pain is felt globally throughout the world. Now, I know that you came here for a pep talk, so I need you to stay with me because I am here to give you inspiration and confidence. And I'm also here to keep it real and offer tools that meet us where we are in our humanity. So whether you're listening at the time that this episode comes out, or maybe it's a few months or years down the road, and there's a different tragedy in the world, or perhaps you're just sitting in your own hardships, separation, divorce, kids who are struggling with their mental health. Maybe you're struggling with your mental health. Maybe you have aging parents who are struggling with physical health or loved ones. The world is always going to offer us heavy, heavy circumstances. It is part of the human experience. And so what I want to offer you today for your Monday morning pep talk is the concept of both and. Both and, okay? We all face our own unique struggles and I don't want you to downplay the heaviness of the world. I see you. And I understand that you may be carrying a heavy load. And that load does not magically disappear on Mondays when work and responsibilities await. However, as true as it is that the world truly actually is full of hardship, and maybe you're even in your own hard season, I want to remind you that there are beautiful joys happening all around us at the exact same time. Maybe you just had a client meeting that you worked so hard for and it paid off well. Maybe one of your dear friends is getting ready to have a baby and expand their family. Perhaps you've got a work bestie who you can confide in and trust in, and that makes every week a little bit better. Maybe you really love the home that you've created, or you own a piece of art that just makes your heart swell every time you walk past it. Maybe you're just enjoying that playlist, you know, the one that brings back those smooth moves that you haven't busted out since 2010. Now, these things, these moments, they absolutely do not override the hardship. And I am the last person to get on board with toxic positivity. 
which bypasses the heart. And it reminds us, just be grateful, right? It's okay to acknowledge, and I would even opt that it's very healthy to acknowledge that, yeah, life is hard right now. And so this is where the concept of both and comes in, right? All those beautiful moments are happening and are true. And I'm sitting in a lot of hardship or heartache right now. So this approach encourages us to hold and acknowledge two seemingly contradictory or opposing thoughts, emotions, or experiences at the exact same time. It emphasizes the idea that it is possible for two conflicting things to coexist within a person's emotional and psychological landscape. Here are a few different examples of the both and. I can feel really grateful for a new opportunity at work and absolutely overwhelmed with the weight of all this responsibility. I can feel incredibly proud of my kiddo who just started college and really nervous and worried about if they're ready to be independent. I can feel deep, deep love for someone and be really angry at how they've treated me. I can feel so excited about my social calendar and all the events coming up and absolutely heartbroken and devastated about what's happening in the rest of the world. Both and. One is not wrong. One is not less valid. It's not insensitive, right? Both are true. And this concept of both and, it validates the complexity of human emotions and experiences, recognizing that it is entirely normal to have mixed feelings, conflicting thoughts, two different truths at the same time. And this allows us to explore and understand the nuances of those emotions and experiences without feeling the need to choose one over the other. Both and allows us to foster self-acceptance and self-compassion by avoiding that binary thinking and finding more balance and understanding in our emotional lives. This helps us to promote emotional resilience and psychological flexibility. It acknowledges the richness and the complexity of the human experience. So I don't want you to make yourself wrong for having a hard feeling or for being down right? But I also don't want you to bypass those moments of joy and goodness just because something else is hard. Both and. So now that we understand it is okay to hold two different feelings, what do you do when you are feeling those heavy emotions and you also need to go to work and get shit done and be productive for the day? With this concept of both and in mind, we want to make space for all the emotions we're carrying So I've got a quick process that you can follow when you're feeling big feels arise that need acknowledging and it's Monday and there's stuff to do. Okay, so step one, we're gonna feel the feels. My clients hear me say this all the time. We wanna acknowledge what is happening internally and name that feeling. So if big feeling comes up, I just want you to say it out loud, even if it's just to yourself. I'm angry at my spouse. I'm feeling slighted and unappreciated at work. I am really grieving. I'm really having a lot of heartache about the war that's happening in the world right now. So step one, we're gonna feel our feelings and just acknowledge what is going on. Step two, we need to move that feeling through our body. Now, this is where we start to process 
what is going on. So instead of stuffing a feeling down, which many of us have the tendency to do, we want to move it out of our body so it doesn't get stuck, so it doesn't live there, right? So this can happen in a lot of different ways. And I want you to use your body when you do this. So I've got a few examples for you. You can rage journal. And that is where you take a pen and a piece of paper and you just rage on the paper. Everything that comes up, it can be anger, it can be sadness, it can be grief, but you just get every thought, every feeling. There's no editing. This is not a reflective exercise. This is just emotional burst on the paper. Let me just get every feeling and every thought out. You could also turn on a song, a sad, sad song, and cry your eyes out. Maybe you're feeling anger, so you can grab a pillow and punch the heck out of it. You could also take that anger to the car and scream as loud as possible. You could dance it out. Maybe you just need to move your body to process whatever emotions you're holding. Notice all of these examples are physically incorporating your body. This is not just a head exercise. This is a body exercise. We want to shift that energy. So we've named our feels. Now we're working on moving it out of our body. And if this feels scary to you or like it would take too much time, I want to offer that you could even set a timer for this. Some people are so afraid of processing emotions because they feel like this is going to be a really heavy process or a really long process. It feels hard. It feels uncomfortable. Or I'm not that in touch with my emotions. I don't know that I want to go that deep. Right, But sometimes we need just a little burst of intention and awareness. It's kind of like a pressure release valve, right? So all this emotion is building, whether you acknowledge it or not, if you're not expressing it, it will explode. So this is the pressure release valve. Let me emotionally process what's happening so this doesn't explode later, maybe in anger at someone I love, or maybe it you know, absolutely destroys my sleep cycle because all that anxiety is now coming to the surface. So even just five or 10 minutes to take some of that emotional weight so we can do what needs to be done to move forward, it can really help. Now, I want you to name the next right thing. This is step three. So we've named our feelings, we've moved them throughout our bodies. Now we're going to name, what is the next right thing? What's my priority for today? What needs to be done right now? And if you're a big list person, I'm going to encourage you not to write down more than three things because I don't want to invite a bunch of overwhelm, a bunch of to-dos. We've just processed, we've just grounded. So let me just really narrowly focus in What's the most important work I need to do today for my job, for my family, for my body, head and heart? We're bringing these two things together. So for me, maybe I need to sit down and write this podcast episode. Maybe I'm tapping into my body and I need to take a nap. I'm emotionally spent. Going back to work, maybe I got to get that project out the door or plan the travel for an upcoming trip. Maybe I need to turn in that Q3 report that was due four weeks ago. So we have named the feeling, we've moved it throughout our body, and now we're naming what is the next right thing for me to do. This is the process, my friends. Rinse and repeat as many times as you need to. And now I want to offer also, this process can be expanded or contracted as much as you need. So if you are dealing with a really heavy situation, maybe that emotional processing 
it needs more than a few minutes. Maybe, maybe you do want to spend an hour. Maybe you want to take a mental health day just to completely focus on processing and moving that throughout your body. Maybe you need to take some time off work. So it can be expanded. And also, if you don't have the space or you don't have the readiness to work on it, you can do this bite size, five to 10 minutes at a time. Whatever you do, do not avoid this work. This is the path to healing. This is the path to emotional resilience. Here's the thing. Life is filled with so many joys and so many difficulties. This is what makes up the human experience. So as we embark on this new week, I want to remind you that it is perfectly okay to have moments of vulnerability, to acknowledge the hard, to embrace your feelings. We are not here for toxic positivity where we pretend everything is good and perfect all the time, but instead we acknowledge the truth of good and bad, scary and exciting, loving and hurting. Creating your own happiness doesn't mean ignoring or invalidating your struggles. It means embracing them while also giving weight to what is going right, what is feeling good, what is lighting me up right now. This is important work, my friends. Our minds are always scanning for what could go wrong, what is going wrong. So we have to cultivate that happiness as well. We have to look for the joys, look for the moments of appreciation. Happiness is not a constant state. It's not somewhere we arrive and we stay. But happiness is made up of those little moments of contentment and connection. And we can find that even in the midst of adversity. So as you step into this week, remember, you have the power to make the choices that shape your days. Take a deep breath, focus on what truly matters to you, and take one step at a time. Your happiness is worth it, and you are worth it. So I want you to embark on this week with empathy, self-kindness, and determination to make your world a little bit brighter. Here's to a week filled with purpose and intention. You've got this. Thanks so much for being here, for tuning in, for leaving a review, for subscribing to the show. All of these actions help get the word out so more and more people can lead intentional and meaningful work lives. As a token of appreciation, I have a special gift for you. Head on over to theworklifecoachpodcast.com slash thank you, or simply click the link in the show notes for my library of free resources, worksheets, and exclusive content to help support you on your journey. Thank you for being a part of our community and I'll see you next time.